Hello, Internet. This is Linda. It's time again for Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. And we're so glad you're here. This is Glenn. Pull up a chair and get comfortable in here with us, and we'll plan on an enjoyable time here with you today. We are recovering from a bit of a, some health problems and ready for some fun things, and we're glad to have you be a big part of it. This week, we're uh, uh, part, uh, we were part of the church service at Cedarhurst here in Lexington. We had a great time in the Lord over there. We trust you've had a good week, and God is blessing you real good. It's Christmas time, and the season is in full swing. The tree is up, and decorations are everywhere. Sure is the town all decked out and Christmas music everywhere. It's a beautiful time of the year, and folks are happy and cheerful everywhere. This season, we will be playing Christmas music at the Fayette Mall in Lexington, Kentucky, on Wednesday, December the 20th, from noon to 2 o'clock. If you're in the area, please stop by and say hello. And speaking of Christmas music, this week we're looking at a real Christmas favorite, a Christmas carol. And before we get started with the presentation today, let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you for Jesus. Without our Christ, nothing would be worthwhile in our existence. Thank you for the great plan of salvation for us. Without we real, without you, Lord, we realize that we're nothing. But thanks to you, we are of great worth. So our minds and hearts at this time of the year turn to remembrance of the birth of the baby Jesus. And we're expressively grateful for your love and plan for our lives. We recognize your supreme greatness. Your thoughts make our thoughts look pale in comparison. We are awed by by you in your presence. Take our fool efforts and make something of it here today, something of value in your kingdom's work. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Today we are looking at the wonderful Christmas carol, Away in a Manger. We read this account in Luke 2, 4 through 7, where it says, Joseph went went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was from the house and lineage of David. They went to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were complete for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the den. And our song is called Away in a Manger. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed, the little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay, the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing, the poor baby awakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky and stay by my side till morning is nigh. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay close by me forever 
and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children. That bless all the dear children in thy tender care. And take us to heaven to live with thee there. Take us to heaven to live with thee there. Linda, now let's listen to Forgive and do this beautiful song of our blessed hope. is one of the most popular Christmas carols used widely throughout the English and its history has been obscured behind false information for a long time. In Britain, it is one of the most popular carols. A 1996 Gallup poll ranked it joint second. In 1887, American hymn writer James R. Murray entitled the tune Away in a Manger as Luther's cradle him. Murray further stated that his popular songbook, Dainty Songs for Little Lads and Lasses, 
that Martin Luther had not only written away in the manger, but he'd sang it to his children each night before he went to bed. The songs spread across the growing America, and people began to sing it at home, in the churches, at schools. They often envisioned legions of German mothers rocking their babies to sleep each night with the strains of Away in a Manger. As the song becomes more popular, some news reports even trumpeted the song Titanic Heritage as had the powerful inspiration. And obviously it only could, could have come from the great Luther himself. Although it was long claimed to be the work of German religious reformer Martin Luther, the carol is now thought to be wholly American in her origin. Ironically, not only did German mothers not sing this song of that era, Away in the Manger, but they had never heard of it until the song arrived in Europe from the country of its origin, United States. Where Murray got this misinformation on Luther remains a mystery. Yet because of his outstanding reputation as a writer and publisher, the story stuck. Collins goes on to write that the song was probably written in the mid-1800s by an anonymous American. The tune was composed by J.E. Clark, a man named Charles Hutchinson Gabriel, music director for Grace Methodist Episcopal Church, published a new version of the hymn that included the third verse. The legend of the song being written by Luther continued to grow as passing decades brought in the new century. In 1945, as America again battled Germany in World War, American writer Richard S. Hill sorted through the now 70-year-old master uh, mystery concerning the carol's origin. He determined that Ralph, I'm sorry, he determined that James R. Murray himself probably wrote the song to, and the music coupled with a way of manger. Yet as Murray always took credit for the composed song, it's doubtful that he would have deflected the credit uh, to Martin Luther. It seems more like that Mary was given the song and simply adopted from an existing uh, German-influenced melody into four-part harmony for his book. It also seems likely that Mary received the story of Martin Luther's writing the piece from the person who originally gave him the song. Although we may never know who wrote the song, we can still find inspiration in the story of the song itself. It tells us of the incredible, humble birth of the greatest man who ever lived. And the more I think of it, the deeper in awe I feel. This song for children also reminds me of Jesus' words, teaching us that to such belong the kingdom of heaven. We must learn to become like children in order to commune with God. When I was little, I remember being taught to pray. I had several relatives who helped me when my little brother Terry was in the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. My brother had cystic fibrosis of the pancreas and lungs, and there was not, not much known about the cystic fibrosis 50 years ago. 
And Terry really wasn't expected to live for, but for about five months, maybe. Consequently. Listening to a 50 year old recording of my little brother Terry at Christmas time. He was so special. Terry spent a lot of his life in the children's hospital there in Cincy. I remember one time Terry got suddenly very, very bad, and simply what there just simply wasn't any facility in Lexington that could offer him any help. So the family took off and headed towards Cincinnati to get him help that he needed. Terry was really bad, and he was close to death. His color returned. And Dad was traveling as fast as he could go, so fast that a state police officer pulled him over to ask him how come he's traveling so fast. But the officer come up to the car and took one look at Terry and he said, where are you going? Dad told him he was going to the children's hospital in Cincinnati. He said, I'll get you there as quickly as I can, as fast as we can go. The officer ran with us with his lights and sirens going and took us to the state line. The hospital just across the river. Dad quickly thanked the officer, and we went on to the hospital. No doubt that saved my brother's life that night. And we were all grateful. Like I was saying before, because of Terry's illness, in order for me to remain in school while mom and dad stayed with Terry uh, there in the children's hospital, uh, several different relatives took care of me during those years. And one of them, maybe all of them, taught me to pray. I remember now saying, Now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. 
also remember being taught the blessing at mealtime. I'd say, God is good, God is great, and we thank him for the food. Amen. Now, I was somewhere between 5 and 10 years old during these years, and so I didn't understand a lot about that, especially in the earliest years. But I was learning the importance of communicating with God and how important it is to commune with God. Many years later now, I have a better understanding of its importance in this relationship. As I read the scripture, it's evidence that God wanted a relationship with a people that could make a choice whether or not that's what they wanted. He wants communion with his children that's voluntary and honor him for who he is. It was his desire before creation that he would have a position of perfect, loving father and have that revered. He wants us to commune with him. But the matter of sin, you see, man chose sin instead. So it was no longer possible because God is holy. Man was made perfect, but he chose to contaminate his life with sin. And that's the situation we find ourselves in today. We read in the Bible that all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. We have condemned ourselves to an everlasting death in hellfire because of this choice. Oh, but some say, God is love. He wouldn't hurt his people like that. But this hurt God to the core. And it rubbed against who he is. So now this magnificent, wonderful God has a new plan to fix this problem. He, he reset the matter of choice again. And he gives us a second choice. While his character demands punishment, his love finds a solution. His love is so tremendous that he became human as the Lord Jesus Christ to live, die, and take our punishment upon himself. Take our eternal death for us. And so we find ourselves here at this time in a stable major, major with the baby Jesus, our God, our creator, our loving master in the form of a baby and his earthly life before him. He will teach us everything with his life. Now it's hard with our infinite mind to comprehend that God himself come to dwell among us and live a life with all the same temptations and, and conditions that we live in, but he lived a perfect life. He never committed sin. That's what he did. Then he died on the cross for us. Now that's how important communion with is, with him is to him. So prayer and adoration are of major importance. 
There are some who don't want to have anything to do with God. They say, I don't have time for him. One day, they'll have all eternity to regret that decision. The truth is that they love their sin more than God. And their lives show it. The saddest thing about this is communion with God is the one thing that will satisfy the longing in their hearts. It fills the void in life that's missing. It completes us perfectly. The sin in our lives is but a substitute for the longing in our hearts for God. It never satisfies. It always wants more. There's never enough. But you see, God is enough. He is all you need. He is your everlasting satisfaction and your eternal blessing. And this blessing is yours today. It's your choice. You have to decide. You will decide one way or the other right now. If you don't make a decision for Christ now, that's a decision. You might say, oh, I'll think about it later. I've got something else I have to do right now. I'll just think about this after a while. But with God, that's a decision. To not act on his offer, his unbelievable offer, his tremendous gratitude, his loving forgiveness, is the only unforgivable sin there is. You don't have forever to decide on this. You have, you're just one heartbeat away from eternity. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after death there's a judgment. And then there's no other chance. You and I don't know the minute or the hour our life will end, but we know that it is for certain. Now for a minute, Think with me, what if you're standing in front of the Almighty God that did so much for you and provided you this wonderful second chance, this opportunity, this tremendous time when you can change your mind, do what he asks, and you just said later, Think about that. I know some others say, I don't believe all that stuff. For a second, stop and think with me. What if you're wrong and you find yourself standing in front of an all-important God on that day of judgment and you have to say to him, all this evidence of, and grandeur of creation and might displayed in the university and there in the microscopic well world just wasn't enough to convince me that you were really God. I just couldn't believe it. How come you didn't tell me more directly? And God just pointed his holy word and say, you found it easier to believe that this all just happened from nothing. You see, it doesn't make it does doesn't make a difference whether you believe him or not. He believed in you. 
so much he died for you. And if you neglect so great a salvation, it's no wonder he would say, depart from me to the everlasting torment prepared for the devil and his angels. I never knew you. My friend, don't let that devil day, that, that dead, dreadful day come to you by neglect. Deal with this now, today, this very second. Ask him to for, forgive you for this neglect in your life. Invite him to come into your life. Repent of your sin. Turn to God. Live with him forever. If you'd like to talk more with me about this, you can email me at glenn.dawson at twc or glenn at saxymusic.com. And remember that Glenn has two ends in it. God has been gracious to allow us this podcast. We are thankful for this. Even though we did not ask anyone for money, we have had help from our audience. When our songs are played, we receive a small streaming royalty of a nickel. We want to say thank you for listening to our songs because it certainly helps support our ministry. As you listen to our music while you are traveling or working around the house or whatever you are doing, we trust you enjoy the music and pray it's a spiritual blessing to you. Remember, you are helping keep our ministry going just by listening. Now, if you don't have a streaming service of any kind already to listen to our music, you can listen to it for free over at uh, YouTube. And we have an audio uh, channel over there. And let me give you the uh, uh, URL for that, and you can write it down. It's https colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash at symbol we are forgiven there you can listen to 170 of our songs and you can also check out our video uh, uh, files that we have there too some of our trips and, and some of the times that we played and things like that we'd love to have you look if you have Alexa or Echo, just say, play the music of Glenn Dawson and listen as long as you like for free. If you're not getting our newsletter, go to our website at glendawsonea.com, that's two N's in Glenn's name, and click on newsletter. Well, folks, that concludes our podcast for this week. We hope to see you again next week. Until then, God bless you real good and remember, we We love love you. you. Bye Bye for for now. now.